Hello and welcome. It's Friday, January 6th, and you're listening to Arizona's News Roundup, the weekly podcast that gets you caught up on the biggest stories in the state on your time. I'm your host, Kate Orta, a news editor here at KTAR News. We're breaking down all the top stories happening right now to keep you in the loop on all things Arizona. For this week, we're highlighting three major headlines. Arizona's inaugurations and swearing-ins were this week, and of course, the vote for the Speaker of the House. But to start, it's President Biden's big immigration plan and how it'll impact Arizona. On Thursday, President Joe Biden unveiled his plan to address the southern border. If you've lived in Arizona for any period of time, you know just how much of a hot topic border security and immigration can be. On this podcast, we've discussed Title 42, the Remain in Mexico policy, and even the criticism of the president not making the border a priority. So this was big news. The plan is based on three pillars, imposing new consequences for those who enter unlawfully, expanding legal pathways to citizenship, and increasing border resources. The key focus narrows in on the countries where migrant crossings and asylum claims have skyrocketed from. If you're trying to leave Cuba, Nicaragua, or Haiti, you have, and we, or have agreed to begin a journey to America, do not, do not just show up at the border. Stay where you are and apply legally from there. The U.S. will now accept 30,000 people a month from Cuba, Haiti, Nicaragua, and Venezuela for a two-year stay, as long as they come legally and ask for asylum from outside the U.S. The Biden administration also unveiled an app that can be used by migrants looking to schedule appointments or claim asylum from afar. President Biden emphasized while this should make a dent in the problem, it's not going to fix everything. But some opponents of the president say it's not going to fix anything. President of the National Border Patrol Council, Brandon Judd, told Arizona's Morning News he's not confident in this plan because it's missing one key factor, immigration judges. Judd explained what he thinks needs to happen. Hire immigration judges on a not-to-exceed basis. Because the last thing that we want to do is we don't want the the taxpayer to have to shoulder this burden. Um, If you hire immigration judges on, say, a three-year not-to-exceed basis, we could get rid of that backlog. And those immigration judges, and we know we have thousands of attorneys in this country that would love to have a three-year appointment as a judge on their resume. They would, t- they would jump at this opportunity, even though it would only be three years. But we could get rid of the backlog in three years if we would just do what's right. And immigration advocates also have some qualms with the plan. Pedro de Velasco with the Kino Border Initiative in southern Arizona doubts President Biden's new expanded migrant parole program. He says not all migrants fleeing persecution can stay in their home countries and ask for asylum there, as the program requires. He fears this will make the situation at the border worse. Right now, people are not able to present themselves at the port of entry and and get inside the United States. So uh, the organized crime knows that and they exploit the desperation of the people. He believes the better solution would be to reinstate the asylum process at the border, meaning getting rid of Title 42, which remains in place indefinitely. This big announcement from Biden came as he also announced his first trip to the southern border. He'll visit New Mexico's border this Sunday, his first border visit since becoming president. He'll meet with USMCA leaders next week to discuss border relations and more. Arizona has a batch of new leaders. Thursday's inauguration was a formality after Monday's swearing-in, but there was no lack of pomp and circumstance. Now Governor Katie Hobbs doubled down on pretty much all of her campaign promises. During her first address as governor, Hobbs stressed having a positive impact on Arizonans. She plans to work towards investing in public schools, affordable housing, and... 
To hold Washington accountable for our broken immigration system and its devastating impact on families and communities. She also emphasized common ground, avoiding conspiracy theories and on the hot topics like election integrity and abortion. But she wasn't the only big name sworn in. Secretary of State Adrian Fontes outlined his plan to protect election officials. This domestic terrorism is anathema to the constitutional order and must be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Attorney General Chris Mays' top priorities include fighting the fentanyl crisis and protecting abortion rights. I will fight to protect our bodily autonomy. And new state schools chief Tom Horn says he'll focus on test scores and traditional discipline in the classroom. We will strive to hold them accountable for orderly classrooms. Students cannot learn if others are free to disrupt their learning. Tom Horn also isn't new to the role. He previously held it from 2003 to 2011 and then became attorney general from 2011 to 2015. The state legislature is also hard at work, and we expect new bills to start making waves in the coming weeks. And while local government is taking care of business, in the federal government, it's a slightly different story. As the recording of this podcast, there have been 13 consecutive failed votes to become the next Speaker of the House. You need a required 218 votes to become the next Speaker, and it's proving to be a tough win. Democrats are backing the Nancy Pelosi personal pick, Hakeem Jeffries, and Republican Kevin McCarthy seemed like an easy shoe-in for the vote. Until a few weeks ago, Arizona's Andy Biggs says he'd challenge McCarthy on the Republican side, but Biggs failed on his first round of votes and hasn't been nominated since. So far, plenty of names from Republican challengers have come up. Kevin Hearn of Oklahoma, Jim Jordan of Ohio, and even a wildcard vote for Donald Trump. Some of Arizona's delegation are among those voting for those wildcard candidates, including Andy Biggs and Paul Gosar. Although, in the most recent vote, Gosar was among some of the crucial flips in favor of McCarthy. The House reconvenes tonight at 8 Arizona time, so stay tuned. Remember, you can read more on all this week's top stories and get breaking news in real time on KTAR.com. You can also listen live on 92.3 FM or to take KTAR everywhere you go, just download the KTAR News app for articles, podcasts, and of course, breaking news. With that, I'm Kate Orta, and you've been listening to KTAR's Arizona's News Roundup. Until next week.